with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about uh, online ordering and uh, things going sideways in a good way or a bad way. I was paying off my MasterCard, which had a rewards program attached to it, so I had to use up the rewards. I ordered a pasta cooker set and a $150 gift card. They came in two separate shipments, and we received 12 $50 gift cards. They were all activated, and they all worked. 12 $50 gift cards. How much is that? Quick math. Chris? 12 Okay, 10 times 5500 that's $600 worth of gift cards. Let me just double-check his math. He's correct. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I want that to happen to me. That's better than a free chair. That's a good deal. Yeah, that's a, a real good deal. You see this one? Uh, I ordered a duvet cover on Amazon because it was a really good deal. It was for a dollhouse. Oh, Imagine yeah. Imagine getting that package. You're like, oh, I didn't remember ordering something this small. Yeah. Is <laughs> your tiny itty bitty doobie? That happens. Like, it, it there's does. a site called Alibaba, uh-huh. which is the Asian equivalent of Amazon. Okay. When I order there, I have to get like quadruple XL shirts. Okay. <laughs> People are a little smaller. Right. In different regions of the world. Right. And they still don't fit. They feel just like I bought them from the Baby Gap. But I don't know if this duvet cover qualifies as one of those. That's an absolute scam. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. She had it was on Amazon. But, you, yeah, you could never... Like, they review bomb. There's, like, Amazon is doing its best. Yeah. But there's obviously ways around that. Yeah, yeah. Got to get yourself a doll. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here we go. It's quick draw time. We've got Danny and Amina on the line. How are you guys doing today? Good morning. Oh, yeah. You both sound like you're in, uh, you, we're all in our places with bright, shiny faces, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, perfect. Okay. Well, we're going to play quick draw in the next few moments. And again, it's your chance to win. Just blurt out your answers as quick as you can. It's your chance to win uh, tickets to see Lee Bryce. He's coming to Roger's Place on April 15th, uh, 14th, that is. And it's going to be a fantastic show. Are you guys ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. A type of cereal that starts with a letter G. Granola? Danny? You can have granola cereal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Atta girl. <laughs> okay, Amina is your biggest fan. I like that. All right. Okay, here's question number two. Something you see in a hotel that starts with a letter B. Bathroom? Bathroom. Danny said bathroom again. Okay, Amina, but don't uh, lose hope because we've seen people come back many times. <laughs> this week, in fact. Being down, yeah, being down 0-2, okay? So let's see. It all starts with one. Name a cartoon that starts with the letter C. You, Danny. <laughs> oh, a girl, you killed me today. <laughs> the positivity is outstanding. I love it. And in fact, she did. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. right. Yeah, a little quieter this week on the streets and just everywhere because uh, spring break for most kids is happening, I think. And uh, our weirder what this morning is, you know, spring break is awesome, but if you, the parents are working and the kids aren't in school, you got to do something with it. It makes it challenging. It makes it challenging for sure. So our weirder what this morning is, how young is too young for the kids to be home alone. 
without any parent supervision or any babysitting services or anything like that. What do they call that, a latchkey kid? Is that what it's called? Well, let me see what it says. Yeah, a uh, child who is home without adult supervision for a part of the day, especially after school until the parents return from work. I think as an elder millennial, we were the end of the latchkey kids. Okay. To an extent. Yeah. Chris? Yeah. I hazard to say this, but yeah. I imagine you were really young taking charge of the entire family at some point. I was points. the oldest of four kids, for sure, and uh, you were asking me yesterday about when uh, you know, when we were left on our own to just kind of do our own thing on the farm. Like, what could possibly go wrong? Like, mom's got to run out, dad's trucking. Right, right. Yeah, mom was around lots, but yeah, dad was trucking, mom she, she, I, I don't remember the age, but it was pretty young. Like, it was pretty young, I think. You know? You're in grade school, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Grade three? I don't know. I, I hate what, to What, are you say- scared? Like, somebody going to come to your mom and say, no. Get mad at her? Oh, no. I'm scared. No, what could possibly... Well, then you're, on? like, beating around the bush here. How yeah. young were you? No, because I don't really know. <clears throat> How young was your sister when you were in charge? <laughs> She's the baby, right? No, my brother is. I got a brother, Garth. Oh, okay. What? Well, yeah. So, yeah, I would have been... Was he still in diapers? five or six years younger than me, right? So, yeah, probably. Oh. But I don't know if I remember... I don't know if I ever changed diapers. I don't remember changing diapers. You just let him drag it behind him? Couldn't have been diapers. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, Couldn't I, have been diapers. But, yeah, I, you know, I it was a different time completely than now. You I know? think grade four, grade five is when I started, you know, calling in sick, not yeah. going to school. Mom's like, okay, lock all the doors. Yeah. Shut the blinds. You're staying home alone. Okay. Those were the days, man. Yeah. And you weren't afraid. No, I was never. I lived in Sherwood Park. Like, yeah. We left our door unlocked all the time. Yeah. It's not the most dangerous place on earth. But yeah, I stayed by myself okay. lots. All right. The texts are rolling in at 780-421-1039. Just after school for an hour or something, like 9 or 10 years old, that's okay. But the entire day by yourself cooking meals. And the whole bit got, uh, you got to wait till you're like eighth or ninth grade, says its first text in from Laura. Okay. Eighth or ninth grade? Yeah. I for sure was by myself in elementary school. 93, baby. I was the eldest, and I believe I was 11 or 12 when my parents were okay with us being alone for a few hours after school, says Cassandra. Yeah. Again, as the years have gone on, the age has gone up, I would suggest. I think parents are even less likely to let their kids just go roam the neighborhood nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah, sometimes, depending on how well your kids get along, it's like dangerous just to leave them home alone because... Next thing you know, they're on the kitchen table having a knife fight. (laughs) (laughs) I just cut her a little bit, Ma. Or darts. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely did darts, didn't 780-421-1039. Weird or what? How young is too young for the kids to be left alone? (laughs) You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Spring break, so we're asking, well, you know what? How young is too young to leave the kids home alone? Michelle says, depends on the maturity level of the kid. When I was young, we were left at home alone, seven on. My 11 and 9-year-olds stay home for an hour after school without an adult senior neighbor is home. So they have many ways to, you know, call somebody if they need somebody, right? How about this? Huh? I'm 26 now, and I remember being in grade one, being home alone lots, getting myself ready to school, and after school, making my own dinner. BB&J, baby. Okay. I guess it was small town Norway. Everyone knew each other. Yeah. I okay. guess if you're in Oslo, uh-huh. you have to cross-country ski everywhere. No. I think it's Norway, Alberta. I assume. <laughs> 
We're going to get clarification. <laughs> My bet's on Norway. I'm saying it's New Norway. Norway. Yeah, yeah, never mind. You're right. <laughs> I'm an idiot. All right. Oh, God. Hump day, boys. Life has changed, not going to lie. As a 60s kid, I was sure around 10 years old. My brother was uh, asthmatic, and uh, nobody wanted to babysit him, so I officially started to babysit our neighbors at about 11 years old. So, okay. That, I guess... People have texted, and you can do the Home Alone course. Okay. Where they teach your kid at 11 years old, and you can do the babysitter course a year later at 12. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. You weren't ready to babysit at 12, were you? <laughs> I took the course at 14. Yeah. Never babysitted once. <laughs> what a waste of money. <laughs> it's a baby sad, but that's okay. It all works out. New Norway. Good morning to everybody there this morning. And in Oslo. Here's. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, we got to say Carissa just called and told a great story about how her brother was home alone at 12 years old and played a radio contest with what was our sister station at the time, Joe FM. I listened to Joe and won $10,000, answered the phone, knew the, the song and knew the phrase that paid and won the ten grand for the family at 12 years old. That kid gets all the pizza pops he can handle for a day. And Carissa also wanted to wish her mom all the best in her retirement. Tomorrow she's retiring from her HR job. Her name is Raylene, so... There you go. Okay, uh, talking about uh, again being home alone. At what age is uh, is it okay to do that uh, that kind of thing? I w- work with grown men that can't be left alone. They have to be supervised daily, retrained every day, every break. So that's grown men. Yeah, sometimes, right? I met a few guys like that. Uh huh. I come from a family of eight kids. I was the third oldest. In the summer, my mom would work full-time for extra money. I would babysit my five younger siblings. I was 13. They were 11, 8, 5, 3, and 1. I would get $20 a day to babysit from 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. You didn't make enough. No. Oh, no. <laughs> you didn't make enough. For a one-year-old and a three-year-old? No. I guess 11 and 8, they can handle themselves a little bit. Yeah. But like cooking meals and cleaning? When no chance. When you're in a big family like that, yeah, you get an early start on uh, on raising kids for sure. Yeah, Karina, what about you? When our kids were probably 14, 13, and 10, we left them home alone for the first time. And uh, we were gone less than 24 hours because we were heading to the island to visit friends. And in less than 24 hours, one got a tattoo, one got a piercing, and one shaved his head. (laughs) (laughs) They live in prison? What's going on? (laughs) You got the trifecta going. (laughs) Grandma and Grandpa lived across the street and were supposed to be keeping an eye on them when we were gone. Yeah. Jeez. Grandma got her nipple pierced, too. (laughs) (laughs) Grandpa's a drug mill. (laughs) You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast kind of story from reddit okay oh i love reddit all right i found out my then boyfriend's name after four months of dating him i wasn't sure if his name was patrick or richard so i just didn't call him anything (laughs) she said this was before internet with no facebook or anything like that so i finally figured it out after checking the insurance card in his glove compartment when he briefly left the car one time after learning his name, the pair quickly took their relationship to another level. Well, no kidding. She started to call him by his name. He's like, she must really like me. Getting engaged and setting a date for their wedding. Sadly, their union ended in divorce. And since they've gone their separate ways, she now admits calling him completely different names in her head now. Well, yeah, no kidding. But is it weird or what to not know somebody's name? Somebody, a coworker, somebody you work with. 
somebody you date, you keep shaking your head at this. I Yeah, I have no idea how you don't know their name. When you're dating somebody for four months, first off, you started following them on social media. Well, but this was before social media. Okay. Okay, Th- okay. it's it's easier. Way easier not to know somebody's name. But, like, he goes to the washroom, you get up, and you rifle through his mail. <laughs> Find a way to learn that name. Like, there's no way I go through four dates not knowing somebody's name. <laughs> or, like, you hang out with their friends, somebody's going to say your name. Th- that's what I can't figure out, but... That's but there are people I've worked with yeah. for a considerably long time. <laughs> yes. Where I'm like, there's that guy. <laughs> or like they have a, a different kind of name. Yes. And you're just like scared to say it. And you've known them for so long. You're not sure. It's like. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Like we work with a Grom, for example. Graham. Chris. <laughs> Grom. I'm telling you, people call him Grom. <laughs> it's Graham. <laughs> <laughs> he even said it to your face. Stop calling me Grom. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're just being a wiener head. It's true. All right. I, and nobody is worse with names than Chris Sheets. Nobody. Because I feel bad for you because like as a representative for this station and a public figure, yeah. You're when we used to go out pre-COVID, yeah. like, oh, hey, Chris, you know, I've known you for 30 years. How's things? You'd be like, oh, hey, guy. <laughs> oh, I remember that time. I always say, uh, then, then, then they'll say, Oh, yeah? Do you remember me? Oh, I go, of course I do. And they go, well, what's my name then? And I go, oh, uh, oh. I, I just say, I never forget a pretty face. And that I, I try to diffuse the situation by going in a different direction. But, okay, here's the deal. Is it weird or what to not know somebody's name, especially somebody or dating? Is that possible? Is that I would even put the dating one on a separate shelf. <laughs> Because that's wild. Because <laughs> there's people you see every single day that you don't know their names for a long time. But if you're dating somebody, you've been intimate with somebody, <laughs> you should know their name, bud. <laughs> that's... <laughs> All right, what do you think? 780-421-1039, Weirder What Wednesday. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking this morning about it, Weirder What. Is it Weirder What to not know somebody's name, especially if you've been dating them for four months? That was the story uh, from Reddit, and uh, that got us talking about this. I was in my 20s when I realized my grandmother used her middle name instead of her first name. I had no idea. Her first name was actually Dora, says a texter. When I first met my husband, we were goofing around, and I mistakenly called him by my old boyfriend's name, something you don't want to do. After that, I called him Honey, Sweetie, but anything but his name. But we've now been married for 31 years. Believe me, I now know his name. Not a good move. I would hope you do know his name. I have a brother whose name is Ambrosie Rodney. Ambrose. Ambrose Rodney. Uh, my dad's name was Ambrose, so my brother was always called Rodney, and I only knew him as Rodney. When I was about 50, we all went on a cruise, and that's when I found out my brother's name was actually Ambrose <laughs> because he was called it at the airport, and he got up. You didn't know your brother's name. first name for 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be hard to top. <laughs> your name is Ambrose? <laughs> Imagine be the person standing there while this is happening. Yeah. Like, you didn't know your brother's name? <laughs> Are you people related? Wild. Must not be that close, huh? No. Okay. Chris. Jack. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Nelson Mandela was a great man. And he uh, died in 2013. However, many people remember him dying in prison in the 1980s. He did spend a lot of time in prison. He did. But he didn't die in prison. But a lot of people feel like he died in prison. That's the way they remember the history of it. 
And so that's why there's something called the Mandela effect. So it's something you falsely remember whether it happened or something else. Yeah. So for an example, I got one for you. Okay. Do you know that uh, Sex in the City? Right. It's sex and the city. It's not sex in the city. It's sex and the city. So like people say sex in the city? Always. Always. Incorrect. It's actually sex and the city, okay? Okay, got it. What about Curious George? Does Curious George have a tail or not? He's a monkey. He has a tail. Was never there. He never had a tail. How about this one? In Star Wars, what's the most famous line that Darth Vader says? I'm your father. Luke, I am your father? Yeah. He didn't actually say that. What did he say? He says, no, I am your father. He doesn't say his name. Luke, I am your father. He okay. says, no, I am your father. Okay. There you go. He says, no, I am your father. But yes. Nobody ever uses that. Never. Term. Never, ever. Okay. Uh, trying to find another good one here. Looney Tunes. Yeah, it's 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 spelled T U N E S, but most people think Looney Tunes is T O O N S. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Lord of the Rings one here. When Gandalf says, "Run, you fools." <laughs> he actually says, "Fly, you fools." When he's facing the Balrog, <laughs> only my fellow nerds will know that one. Yeah, you're speaking like some a different language right now. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You got another one? Uh What's another good one here? That one's super sad. Not going to do that one. <laughs> I got one for you. Okay. All right. Fruit Loops. How do you think you spell Fruit Loops? Uh, fruit then loops. Yeah. Nope. What? Do you, how do you spell it? F R O O T. No. No. Hang on a second. Kellogg's. <laughs> I might have got that one wrong. Kellogg's has been spelling fruit like that for years. We only notice it now. Yeah, Fruit Loops. F R O O T. That's how they spell Fruit Loops on the box. Okay, I got another spelling one for you. All right, Febreze. How do you spell that? Oh, you'd think it was spelled F E B R E E Z E. Right. It's actually F E B R E Z E. Okay. People like to throw that extra E in Febreze. And and I know in my my own life I'll be reminiscing with uh, Karen and it just happened a couple days ago and I can't remember the specific story but I said something the effect of well yeah and then I did that and she said no you didn't do that that wasn't you that did that that was somebody else that did that I'd, like you you get to a point in your life where you start to convince yourself that you did everything I guess I don't know <laughs> you're just a narcissist <laughs> <laughs> you put yourself in the middle of every story maybe it's not the you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Yeah, talking about the Mandela effect, remembering things differently than they actually are. For example, light bright. Oh, the classic light bright. Did you grab a light bright when you were a kid or no? Yeah, but it's hard to find the bulb for it. The bulb? You need a special bulb for it. I think you could just use like a regular yeah, your bulb. Your parents did. My parents did things right. <laughs> <laughs> you need a special bulb for it. That's besides the point. I think that's a Mandela effect. You did not need a special bulb for a light bright. You could like oh, screw in. one in the wild. You could like screw in a. No, you couldn't. You couldn't you just could throw s- a 60 water in there. 100%. No, you couldn't. Mandela effect. You're gaslighting me and Mandela affecting me. Light bright, anyway. It's spelled L-I-T-E-B-R-I-T-E, not light bright like the other way. What about the Monopoly guy? What's the story? He doesn't have a monocle. He doesn't? Well, everybody thinks, like, you think you go to, like, the community chess cards yeah. and they show a picture of him, he's got a monocle? Yeah. The man does not have a monocle. Not even McDonald's Monopoly guy? He doesn't have a monocle. 
Mr. Peanut has a monocle. Yes, he does, Chris. Okay. Is it Jif or Jiffy Peanut Butter? Jif. Yes, but I it's not Jiffy. I would have said Jiffy, but I I read about that, so... Okay. Some more right there for you. Okay. Got it. I still think a light bright, you can screw any You can't. You couldn't. You can now, probably. Back in the day, you couldn't. Like, in the 90s, you couldn't. What kind of bulb would you use? I didn't go shopping for bulbs. That was my parents' have, they problem. They didn't have LEDs. Like, I don't understand what No, you need it. Like, there's a particular bulb. Like you a need a certain size, wattage. Like a screw. Yes. Like, like a... Like a Christmas tree light. And that's why my parents said, <laughs> no, like, you can't play with it. We don't have the bulb. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Maybe I have the Mandela effect when it comes to the light bright, but I can tell you, I got a light bright when I was five years old. Santa Claus gave it to us when we were on a trip to Disneyland. Mom and Dad took us to Disney, and we were like in Oregon with uh, some kind of relatives. And Santa Claus managed to find us, and we opened up our gift that morning there, and there it was—the light bright. And that was awesome, but the problem was we still had a lot of traveling to do. And back then, you couldn't power anything in a vehicle. Like the old Ford LTD didn't have power, so... Yeah, there's no USB output. So we just pretended that it was lit up, you know, <laughs> as we you traveled. Put this, you put it, oh, the sun's blowing on, glowing on the bulbs. <laughs> Look, if you, think, if you squint hard enough, they're glowing. But it sounds like the light bright needs a 25-watt bulb. And it's a 25-watt refrigerator bulb. I'm telling you, it was a different bulb. It, it you ha- couldn't just slap in a, fi- a 40 watt house ha- bulb. It had to be available at Hoffman's Hardware in Thorsby because you know that's where we went shopping for bulbs. So it must have had it there. Probably. <laughs> Another great bulb memory. Yeah. Was the Easy Bake Oven. Yes. You needed the you needed a real hot one. Yeah, like a hundred water, right? Yeah. I remember the Easy Bake Oven. It was just like whoever had an Easy Bake Oven, that was like the coolest thing. Another one that left kids with scarred hands huh. was the creepy crawlies. Creepy crawl. So you would take this, it was like late 90s toy. I got one for Christmas. It was this oven where you would put in this like mold gel. Okay. And then put it in the oven and take it out. It would harden into like insects of your own creation. <laughs> okay. But if you touch that thing with without an oven mitt, <laughs> you get a third degree burns. Like there's no way they would let those things happen oh, now. No. <laughs> yeah, like a 12 year old. <laughs> They went the way or the way the way of the lawn dart. Yes, <laughs> same kind of idea. Okay, got it. There you go, Matt. I have a scar on my ankle from burning myself. No one waited until it cooled. <laughs> you wanted that creepy crawl, like ah, and, and you grabbed it, and you could eat it. No, they were just like you designed them yourself. Oh, right? I see. It was like a mold you put in the oven that cools down, and you have these little gel. Well, that doesn't mean you can't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> we ate everything. <laughs> Oilers, big win. We'll tell you all about it next. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, we just got on the subject of uh, of things like the light bright and the lazy, or what was it called, the easy bake oven, and then Matt's goop thing was it the goop thing? What was it called? The creepy crawlies, creepy crawly thing. I went on a YouTube rabbit hole in the last fifteen minutes about trying to find the one that I had. Yeah, I guess they made it a little more safer. Okay, because previously to the design update later yeah. in the nineties, right? There's this exposed oven, and if you touched it, <laughs> third degree burns. Which I mean, which kid didn't touch it, right? So uh, we just got this text from Christy saying, "Did you guys ever have a dinosaur excavation kit in the sand? Came with a hammer, chisel, and a few other tools. I hurt myself with that chisel a few times. LOL. And maybe this is a subject." To talk about those dangerous toys when we were kids. I mean, they've gotten rid of, thankfully, they've gotten rid of the the huge majority of them now. 
Um, like lawn darts. Everybody's like, you're about to text lawn darts. We know the OG lawn darts where you huck it in the air. Oh, man. And then your baby sister be sitting right next to the ring. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, hope I don't hit her. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about the baby walkers on wheels? They had to get rid of those because, you know, kids would be oh, yes. on the Right? I, my mom said, I went down the stairs in one of those. Shocking. Like, well, you know what? <laughs> Just like the the baby destroyer. And your sister Alex probably was pushing. <laughs> but then, well, she was younger, so I pushed her. Well, yeah. Okay. We had uh, we have a toy that yeah. we've given away to uh, Goodwill <laughs> called, we used to call it the Skull Crusher. Okay. Because <laughs> it has the hardest edges. and bo- It's like the perfect fall and hit your head height. Okay. Bo hit it with his head when he was younger and left a huge dent. Hence yes. the skull crushing. Yes. Do you know where we can get the... OG lawn darts, please hook a girl up. I, yeah, I, you can't. You may, have to go to eBay or maybe maybe a garage sale. You're only only because obviously they stopped making them, right? And if we give you a set, I think yeah. we're an accomplice to murder. Oh, we definitely can't. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be involved in that. No. But what about you? Those dangerous toys when you were growing up? We'd. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, Chicken Fried, there is the Zach Brown Band, Kissing Country, 103.9, it's 9.16. We're talking about those toys that, uh, well, probably thankfully they got rid of. I was wondering about the the Slinky. Uh, do you remember the Slinky, the Metal slink, Slinky? I don't know if they still have the Metal Slinkies, but they had they were known to cut you from time to time, as I remember anyway. But, you know, maybe it was just me, you know, come to think of it. I don't remember those, no. <laughs> you don't remember a Slinky? My kids have Slinkies. Oh, they're okay. all plastic. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they get tangled in the first minute, and then they're trash. That's basically it. How about this one? Huh. Dangerous toys. Slippy slide. Plastic skis that you would strap to your boots. They're about the size of your boot, if not a little bigger. We use them to strap uh, strap them on and get pulled by the snowmobile. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a stupid idea. <laughs> Do you remember? Like, stupid you... awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a child. I love it. There was... There was... A, what do they call a, t- a tube that gets pulled by a boat yeah. that got yeah. recalled because it would fly in the air. Oh, yeah. And it's like, the objective of it was to like, actually, you pulled it hard enough and the yeah. aerodynamic forces were enough that it would put you in the air. Yes. And people were like, <laughs> that's getting, not good. Like, unalived by this thing. Yes. Unalived. <laughs> do you remember that? Unalived. Yes. <laughs> it was not good. No. Well, you know, a lot of those tubes, I mean, if you pull them fast enough, they will. Well, because uh, Uncle Rodney's going Mach 1. You hit the water like you're uh, skipping stone. It was Uncle Roger, but you're close. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.